I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people in the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot and as they expand and begin to awaken and get deeper into their spirituality this often is a long process by the way and not super not, not the smoothest, not the smoothest experience, but in 4D, people often face their triggers and work through them. You know, sometimes feeling a sort of depressed, more of from shadow, not so much from feeling a victim, but they can feel depressed because they are releasing their shadows. And I mean, there are a lot of shadows from this life and also past lives that one might be working through. Or maybe it's even anxiety that makes them feel a little held back in some way or they feel stuck when they don't realize that that's actually part of their expansion as long as they don't bypass it but they work through it, they move through it because their soul wants them to learn this life lesson, learn from it. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Njaima, Jaimayomis. Tis the incarnation of Raquel. <laughs> oh dear. Hi, it's Raquel. So, literally, this weekend, I had an amazing, phenomenal experience doing a past life regression in my bed. And I'm going to tell you about it. I'm also going to talk about 3D, 4D, 5D consciousness because clearly our universe, our world, this American country as well is shifting, expanding rapidly and I've talked about it many times on the podcast but I'm going to talk about it again and emphasize certain key points to keep an eye out for and also perhaps some things that might resonate with you. 
But before we begin with that, I just want to share that this episode is sponsored by Skillshare. And if you're not familiar with Skillshare, well, my friend, you're missing out because Skillshare is gifting you two months for free when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. More on that coming up in the middle of the episode, perhaps after I talk about my past life stuff, but let me just share, let me just share that Skillshare, if you are curious about any skill when it comes to creative writing, writing, creating, creative illustrations, business, technology, I'm just spewing this off the top of my head because I know these are a lot of things that people are into, well, I'll let you know they have masters that are teaching these classes for you, again, for free, where you can take a class, maybe it's a four-week class, an eight-week class, maybe they just have some sessions, and they're not that long, by the way, it doesn't take too much time, so while you're likely at home most of the time, might as well, you know, instead of watching Netflix, expand, expand your personal self and your soul and your human experience just a little bit by trying a new endeavor with a new class from Skillshare. Again, it's free. So why not? Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. Have fun. Enjoy a new skill or enhance one of the skills that, you know, you're pretty talented at. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. All right. So let's begin. Yeah, let's 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 talk about this regression. I mean, I vividly remember this, which was I'm still shooketh clearly. Anyway, I I could taste that moment. You know, when you think back at tasting an apple when you were a kid, and you can remember what an apple tasted like to you when you were a kid versus what an apple tastes like now. Do you know what I'm talking about? Does that make any sense? Well, I could taste that moment. I remembered it so clearly. Well, first, before I went into the past life memory, I looked back on a past life memory in this life. So when I was a child and I was swimming at this pool in this neighborhood I lived at called Red Pines and I was playing in the waterfall and I just, I remember the feeling of the water, the exact temperature on my skin and how it made me feel. I almost felt as if it was a vortex in some way. I felt the cleansing in some way, but of course I had no idea what that really was. But now that I do know, I'm like, wow, that's exactly why I would go under that waterfall. And I remember touching the bottom of the pool and playing mermaid, but I just had this very vivid memory of this moment. And then, of course, I experienced the same time frame the next day when I did the past life regression. So before I got into the past life, again, I would think about a memory of my childhood in this life. And so when I did it the next day, the bridge I played along came to mind and unfortunately this bridge is torn down so I can't just go sit on it and recall this memory but I do remember the way the bridge felt on along my feet I remember ripping the paint off and how weird 
yeah, ugh, man, paint just feels so weird when it's been heated for so long. But I remember the texture of the paint. And I remember how I was feeling as well during that time. And I was truly enjoying. I was enjoying just having fun, being carefree, and playing around with nature. This bee kept coming to mind because I remember the first time I saw a bee along that bridge. And I wanted to touch it and to be honest I think I did because it was a big bumblebee and it didn't do anything so maybe it was dead I don't know but it didn't do anything and just stayed there but I wanted to it was really fuzzy looking and I wanted to you know feel the fuzz like a kid does oh so dangerous not really actually but dangerous for me because I'm allergic to bees <laughs> so yeah it's just I just remembered the feeling and it's hard to describe the feeling but there was just such a liberating, carefree love for nature and just wanting to play. And therefore, I could tell that it was my guides were telling me to play more. I do walk out in nature a lot. I go on hikes. I walk outside a lot when it's not so hot. I don't know about where you are, but it's been really hot here. You know, I'm turning 30 this month, which does not mean I can't tap back into that inner child and remember that pure Happiness and pleasure from simply being playful outdoors. Plus, I'm a I'm a pretty plus my personality is pretty playful, and I do recognize that the state of the world has made me feel a little heavier. Therefore, dimming the playfulness a bit more and. That playfulness is part of my happiness, my peace. And if this resonates, perhaps it feels the same because it is such a heavy time right now. And so my guides, I believe, were sending me this message to simply not carry all the motions of the world on my shoulders like I am. I'm not only crying and going through some shadow stuff myself, but I'm crying for whatever's going on, for the children, for the animals, for also the women that are being sex trafficked. And we don't need to get so deeply into that today because obviously that deserves a whole podcast or discussion. But yeah, there's just so much heaviness right now. And therefore, I felt my playfulness dim a bit and I felt off. And perhaps you might be a playful person too, or there's a part of your personality that you just deeply love, but this heaviness, you're an empath, and the heaviness of the world has been weighing that down a bit because you've just been moving through it. Well, my guides were pretty much allowing me to remember this playful, free feeling and letting me know that it's okay for me to also feel free and feel light. So <laughs> there's that. But then, okay, when it comes to the two past lives that I saw, so after I walked through those childhood memories vividly vividly in playing, then right afterwards I walked through two past lives, and they were two different ones, and I was surprised that they were both female because I know I was a male in a past life. I mean, Ainsley McLeod told me that I was part of the apartheid in South Africa. So, and I died living in a cell, isolated, secluded, sequestered from the world. It was dark. 
And for whatever reason, when he said that, I had a flashback of it. So there's that. But when I was lying in bed, I, the first one felt pretty, I felt actually, it was so vivid, so vivid that I wanted to cry. (sighs) I do not know exactly what era in history it was, but I was wearing what seemed like pioneer clothing with a bonnet and whatever kind of shoes, you know, the kind that they wore on the Oregon Trail or have you seen the shoes that they wear on Tales of Avonlea or Little House on the Prairie? You know, I'm not the biggest, I know what heels are. I know what tennis shoes are. I'm just not that educated in the shoe department. It's not my forte, though I do have really cute shoes. I'm not going to lie. But basically I was wearing these pioneer shoes, uh, like they did on Tales of Avonlea or Little House on the Prairie. If you do not know what I'm talking about, they're just TV shows. You don't need to worry about it. Moving on. So (laughs) these, and the dress, the dress was blue, this baby bluish, but I remember there was something brown and now I can't recall exactly, but I, wow, that's so weird. Anyway, of course I was also wearing a ponytail. What's new? (laughs) Haven't changed. I truly just wear a ponytail or a bun all the time. And, or half up do, you know? Anyway, I just remember this moment so well. And I was looking out at this view of majestic red rocks that had a vortex-like feel. Kind of like the southern Utah mountains or Arizona mountains. And I had this deep connection with them as if they've seen me grow. And I have that same connection with the mountains here in Park City. Because whenever I see them... I almost feel like saying hi. I know this sounds wild and weird, but (laughs) it's true because I feel like they've seen me grow since I was a kid. And so I feel like they know me and I know them and they do. They do. Okay. They do. I'm batshit. Whatever. So there was a male on the wagon who I believe was my uncle or a father that wasn't such a father figure. You know what I mean? And... I remember having like a weird resonance with this man. He was wanting me to hop on the wagon and drive away and I didn't want to. And then flash forward, for whatever reason, I fast forwarded to when my incarnate was ready to die and she happened to be young and I don't know why she died young or anything, but I think she was in her 20s or 30s. But I remember that feeling of her just wanting to play and she felt lonely and I I think honestly the uncle was or father figure that was a weird distant father figure might have kidnapped her or captured her me that soul because I remember when I looked on this rocks I just felt like they loved me and I wanted to play and I felt so lonely because there were no kids around and yeah, it's so interesting. And that it's interesting that soul wanted to play. And prior to that, my soul was so happy of being this child playing. Yeah, it's so interesting. And then, so the next day when I went through it, the same feeling was also experienced of that loneliness and just wanting to play. So weird. What a weird soul pattern. I don't know. I don't know. But... I was first a toddler, perhaps maybe five or six even, 
I'm pretty sure I was just a toddler because I was butt naked in my bed in this little tiny room that was smaller than a small walk-in closet in the States. And it was a tiny room, but a big window, which I looked out and I saw this one lamp and tree and then other homes. So it made me think like, okay, this is UK. This is, I'm in Britain. All right. And I remember it so vividly. And for whatever reason, I feel like it was Richmond. For anybody in the UK, you know what I'm talking about, probably. I don't know. But I felt like it was Richmond. Perhaps. Probably. Because whenever we think, it's probably something it likely is. Anyway, so. I wanted to see a later memory of her experience. Because, I mean, just lying in your bed naked wasn't telling me a lot. Wasn't telling me a lot. And so, she was eight-ish, maybe nine, and again, wanted to, she was outside in her yard, and I remember there was a picket fence that was brown, and it was just a square, boxed-in picket fence backyard, very, very small, with some green grass, and no toys, no fun, no bridge, no waterfall, (laughs) and uh, she, there were no kids, she did have an older brother because I felt the presence of an older brother around, but he wasn't playing out there for whatever reason. And I also remember the mother's face so vividly. And she seemed like she was an older mother for having a eight-year-old. Like she could have been in her 60s, but at the same time, I know that they aged differently back then. So maybe she was younger, just looked older, you know what I'm saying? But... Yeah, her face was so vivid. Everything was so vivid and wild. But I just remember sitting out on the steps that go out to the balcony, to the the backyard, and feeling that same loneliness and just wanting to play, you know, play with anybody. (laughs) And it's just so interesting that my child self had the child in this life was experiencing that pure, playful feeling. And it was almost like a sign, like, look how much you've evolved and you're able to play now. And then it was almost like the guides were saying to me, like, don't let the heaviness of the world, like, of course, it's you have a purpose on this earth to help out with whatever is going on, which we're about to guide you to. But in the meantime, also remember to play and allow yourself to feel free. So if this is a message for you to play to feel free, to feel liberated. I'm gifting it to you right now on a silver platter. So be free. Play, play, play. I know that I'm also talking about this past life experience very nonchalantly, blah, blah, nonchalantly, but trust me when I say that I am still completely shooketh right now. There's that. (laughs) So who is sponsoring? Let me check. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Skillshare is. I know that some of you are thoroughly enjoying Skillshare, especially during these uncertain times. And whether or not you're still quarantining, we tend to often find ourselves at home a lot more than usual. I, I'm definitely quarantining, self-isolating, but also that's what I did before this pandemic. Just saying. Anyway, alone but not lonely, right? Right? So... Now, I do find myself entertaining myself with a variety of different things. And speaking of playful, one way I like to be playful is to just experience other skills and hobbies like drawing 
and writing, etc. That's fun for me. And so why not use Skillshare that gifts you two months for free when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic, two months for free of their premium membership where you can allow your creative spirit to flourish, learn something new from tens of thousands of classes. But again, Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic for tens of thousands of classes to enhance or double with a new skill. All right, yummies, you want to know what I felt guided to just chit chat about? I don't know if you notice, but Mama Gaia and the Collective is expanding consciously, rapidly, waking up more rapidly than ever before. And so I'm going to perhaps insert something I shared a long time ago, or maybe I'll just reshare it. But I've talked a lot about 3D, 4D, 5D, both dimensions and densities, like I talked about in the Law of One. And if you want to re-listen to that episode, or perhaps I will actually just reshare it, just so you can connect the dots, <laughs> I would say listen to that episode. And also Spiral Dynamics, which I posted recently. <sighs> but let's be honest, you might not want to dig all the way for the Law of One episode because it's behind a lot of other episodes. So like I said, I'll just reshare that so you can connect the dots. But Spiral Dynamics episode did happen recently, so you'll be able to find that with ease. But what I've talked about in the Law of One episode is I, we, we have gradually been increasing our awareness since perhaps the 60s. I mean, every year we're gradually increasing in some way, but then there are accelerated shifts. And the most recent one was 2012, and actually whatever is happening right now is another big one, as you can probably feel. And people are waking up to what lies beyond the physical and even honestly beyond the matrix. Oh, what? Society has deceived us in some way? No way. <laughs> but people are waking up to all of this, which many of you probably knew for a long time or are just exploring now. There are a lot of big political figures or even celebrities getting exposed, which is wild to think it all happened at once. Remember that episode Danielle Page came on. She's an astrologer. She came on and she said, wait for it, 2020. People are going to be exposed. No one can hide. Everything's going to be revealed. Shit's about to get real. That's basically what she said. The 4D meat suits are walking around exposing the tall whites of this world left and right and backwards and forwards or if you listen to spiral dynamics definitely the more orange people green people and eh, they're not too into exposing but you know they're here for it like low-key they're here for it so oh man 5d are like mm, i saw this coming and i knew all along and so I'm glad, but you guys need to buckle up and it's going to be a ride, but it's great because it's for the expansion of our universe and consciousness. And so we can finally bring heaven on earth to more and more people. And this incarnation right here, Raquel is indeed here for it. I'm just saying, 
But I'm telling you what's wild is new dreams and visions are coming to me about what I believe my guides want me to do, but they know that I'm hesitant and perhaps, you know, I'll actually probably maybe reveal that in time if I even feel like endeavoring in this. I do have free will. My guides know this. (laughs) So we'll see what unfolds in my 30s. Yet one thing I know that is gradually increasing along with everybody that is listening is our consciousness, our awareness of what really is reality. And in fact, the fact that reality really is such an illusion and everything we've learned from grade K through 12, I mean, not everything, but a lot of it is not quite true, (laughs) which we probably knew for some time now. So 3D, 4D, 5D, you know, what's the difference? What is the difference? So third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension. There are many types of dimensions that come to mind. When we talk about dimension, there's that physical dimension versus the astral or the ethereal dimension, the dimension that is here, but not often seen by the naked eye. Perhaps you might open a layer of that dimension when you're on shrooms or something, I don't know. But when I refer to dimension here, I'm referring to a state of consciousness along with the frequency of our vessel. There has been an increase in human resonance since the 60s with social justice warriors standing their ground and then another increase in the 80s and again 2012 where my mama Gaia, she shifted into fourth density of consciousness, 4D state of consciousness as well, which is exciting as we notice that time is speeding up, yet also a lot is manifesting at a faster rate, which watch your thoughts, people, watch your thoughts (laughs) even more, though it's not easy for consciousness. Ooh, I see an eagle gorgeous. I keep seeing eagles, guys. They're a spirit animal lately, 100%. Along with deer. Deer usually run from people. No, they they see me. I send them some love and they're cool. They're, they're, they're cool. (laughs) They're cool. They're chilling. They just eat the grass. They don't run away. And they have a lot of symbolism that is tied to Again, feeling that free-flying playfulness, which uh, the universe has given me many different signs to do so. So if I also sound a little weird this episode, it's because I'm kind of in a weird playful state. Anyway, let's continue, shall we? So here we are. We're waking up to see beyond the deception of the 3D matrix, and we begin to think, hmm, Maybe the news isn't really telling the full story here, let alone maybe they're just not even telling the truth and covering up a lot of stuff. Or hmm, maybe the movies that we watch, the music that we listen to, some of it, not all of it, just some of it, are cluing us into certain things or also trying to program us to think a certain way to feel a certain way about ourselves, market certain products and things. So we consume, 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 and basically don't tap into our authentic truth and feel like we're a victim to society. 
But then, of course, as our consciousness expands due to whatever new behavior or perspective we begin to develop, our vessel's frequency rises a bit. Perhaps 60 new hertz, 90 new hertz are added on. Maybe we're flying high at 432 hertz. And we really can see and feel more intuitively certain lies as well. And we question a lot. And, you know, we're just ready for the truth to be revealed and for people to live freely and equally. So we're going to stand for justice, for equality. And from there, of course, the consciousness continues to rise more, to have compassion for all and even all perspectives. Yada yada. So here I'll list the different states of consciousness and how we shift into each and by the way there's a spectrum with each so of course for our human minds it's easy for us to make sense of certain things by categorizing people in some way even though we know that's not the full picture and so just so you know there's a spectrum when I talk 3d 4d 5d because clearly there's just not three types of people walking around everybody is placed somewhere on that spectrum in some way. And so, 3D. I'm a ma material girl. They, they're they very into the material, very egocentric, driven, ego-based identity. Most humans walking this earth are vibrating at this frequency. Still, even though Mama Guy's at 4D, more and more people are becoming 4D. You're probably not listening to this if you're not 4D, just saying, because 3D would think I'm batshit, which maybe I am. So, 3D believes in that there's a separation between them and God. They perhaps believe God exists, but they live their life almost as if they're a victim to the command. So, it's God, it's them. It's God, it's them. You know? Their ego makes them believe that they're separate from all, even from all individuals. Or they maybe they don't believe in God, but they definitely believe in Darwin's theory of evolution, and they're pretty atheist. So when I was talking spiral dynamics, the person in low 3D would be purple, red, or middle would be maybe blue, and the higher 3D would probably be orange that's in from spiral dynamics so if you didn't listen to that episode probably just just allow that to go in one ear and out the other but if you listen to spiral dynamics there's a dot to connect and i'll leave a link to that episode in the show notes anyway so here we are we're in this solid form we are physical human beings having this human experience and this is what 3d sees and honestly if if we can't see it you know, it makes no logical sense. If science can't prove it, mm -mm, it's probably not true. Quite programmed, just, just a bit programmed by society. In fact, fully 100% programmed by society. Yes, sure, they might believe nature versus nurture and conditioning, but it's hard to see the layer of programming from the matrix. Whatever the matrix says, the news says, or perhaps even their favorite news channel, I should say, their favorite politician or religious leader say, 
they believe is right. What the Bible says, that's right. It's not metaphorical. It is right what it says, period. So to the 3D perspective, they often love to keep tradition and things the way they are, but have a heavy focus on that money dough. Or they're excited about progressing in some way, stepping out, finding their individualism, more orangey. But that's a higher 3D state because they don't realize that they're about to slide into that 4D high, which of course 4D does as well, does care still about the material in some way, about that money. The 4D humans have begun questioning the matrix. Honestly, 5D probably cares about money as well because that's part of society, but not the same way that 3D and 4D value it. So 4D, I would say in spiral dynamics, if you listen to that episode, would be mid to late orange, green, and yellow. So 4D, they shift between the higher state and sometimes get suckled down back to 3D until it they learn some lessons and then expand more in 4D. So there's some moments of shadow. I mean, I definitely have that. I know that the majority of my consciousness is probably 4D, maybe more mid, maybe more high. I don't 100% know, but I do know that 4D, they may be tempted sometimes to some 3D ways, but often when they are more evolved in 4D, they'll question the programming, see beyond the deception of the matrix, as it, it might excite them to even do some research and shout it out and do what they can to make a shift, to make a difference. This state is, like I said, very malleable because reality seems fairly solid and physical. Though they are waking up and they are excited to listen and learn beyond the physical, sometimes because the eyes, the reality is so physical from their perspective that, you know, sometimes the matrix or their ego, which the ego is a tricky, tricky master. You've got a tricky mastermind ego might, you know, influence them in some way. So 40 people, they are often excited about law of attraction, creating a life of abundance, living a life to themselves, for themselves, but also may even expand to getting excited about other people, living this abundant, beautiful life as well. And there are some things that just naturally expand people as they step in 4D. You know, their excitement for manifestation is one thing that gets them in the door or maybe eating high vibrational foods like plant-based food, suddenly they're like, oh, now I feel this shift and oh, I see the world a little differently. <laughs> or maybe it's magic, magic with a K. And, um, or perhaps learning, learning about aliens, you know? And I'm sure that there are a variety of other triggers in 4D, but along with, of course, meditating and yoga. So, you know, maybe they were advised like, okay, you're, you're stressing out a bit. Try meditation. And they do. And then all of a sudden, their consciousness is expanding. And it's really, really cool and exciting. And perhaps even they might not realize it, but they're listening to more 432 hertz or 440 hertz music. And that 
100% also raises the vibration. Or they're listening to expanding podcasts such as this one. (laughs) And one of these or all of these begin to excite people enough to begin walking their own spiritual journey beyond the physical programming, whether they recognize that it's a spiritual journey or not. Everybody's journey is colored differently, and I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. And as they expand and begin to awaken and get deeper into their spirituality, this often is a long process, by the way, and not super, not not the smoothest, not the smoothest experience but in 4d people often face their triggers and work through them you know sometimes feeling a sort of depressed more of from shadow not so much from feeling a victim but they can feel depressed because they are releasing their shadows and i mean there are a lot of shadows from this life and also past lives that one might be working through. Or maybe it's even anxiety that makes them feel a little held back in some way or they feel stuck when they don't realize that that's actually part of their expansion as long as they don't bypass it but they work through it, they move through it because their soul wants them to learn this life lesson, learn from it. Stop with the repeated pattern, just allow it to flourish, (laughs) embrace it. Yet they often do whatever brings them peace and they honestly have no problem letting go and they're pretty good at boundaries. They're learning about boundaries. They're beginning to set them and they're like, okay, I can do this because it's really not as scary as it seems. Maybe they also let go of their people pleaser ways, which is one thing for me. For a long time, I was a yes man, such a people pleaser. And now I'm pretty honest and I'm I'm in no man. <laughs> no, I just, I don't have a hard time saying no if it's something that I just don't want to do or don't feel called to do or don't need to do at this time or perhaps something that can wait till later. But I believe the most exciting part of 4D is just recognizing your deep connection with God and co-creating this reality and actually recognizing that you have this abundant world around you, this abundant life, letting go of the scarce mindset, the limiting beliefs, and that the universe, God, the angels, the galactic family, they've got you. You are one with them. And from here, you begin to expand to 5D state of consciousness, begin to awaken to your divine self. And I'm sure higher five state, five state, 5D consciousness I I don't even know if they experience shadows. I truly don't know. I mean, I indeed know, though, that I've had many pockets of 5D. You might have even heard me in my 5D state on the podcast because a lot of that has taken place on the podcast and also off the podcast. But usually my day-to-day, I'm more 4D. Consciously, I'll recognize the ego getting away. I let it take a backseat and I'm always listening to the soul and allowing that to guide me. Though high and on the spectrum of 5D, high 5D, perhaps they don't have shadows or have periods of dark moments. I don't know, but I know that I do. And that's why I'm like, hey, maybe I'm not the most 5D person, which is fine because my soul is experiencing certain human experiences for whatever reason, and I'm here for it. But okay, 5D. So of course, if you're a listener, you're 100% at least 4D. I think that 
3D would find this podcast repulsive, but you know, there are listeners that are 5D, which I which I think is cool. And 3D people, they find 5D and maybe even 4D to be super insane, whack jobs, bad shit, crazy because they can't even comprehend what without ego is like, which I totally understand. That probably would look crazy, you know, if your mind is very focused on what is what's around you, then someone that is kind of speaking of all these woo-woo out there things, they seem kind of loony. It makes sense. It makes sense. But you know what? Once you learn certain things, you can't go back. So call us a loon all you want. That's okay. That's okay. So anyways, their ego may tell them, nope, that's wrong and want to take control and witness anyone that is 5D because 5D is soul-centric versus egocentric. So the ego will make fun of that soul-centric person just to keep that person out of that state because the ego knows the soul is basically the kryptonite to the ego in a sense, right? Or just that 5D state of consciousness is indeed the kryptonite to the ego. So the ego is going to try to keep one out as much as for as long as possible. Therefore, that's why a lot of people stay in 4D for a long time, perhaps even a lifetime. I mean, people, people stay in 3D for a lifetime. We've had many past lives in 3D, obviously. So at the state of consciousness, this soul-centric 5D state, human knows. They just know they could create their reality. And they tend to manifest fairly instantly. 4D, there's still a delay, which is good because... Sometimes it's not the the universe knows it might not be in your best interest to manifest everything from your ego. But 5D, no, they're not really manifesting from the ego. It's all from the heart and it's not always about them and it's not about the material. And so this stage, if you've listened to the Spiral Dynamics episode, is likely yellow, turquoise, coral. So the heart rules at this elevated consciousness and they innately have an abundance mindset, whereas 3D has a very scarce mindset and 4D can balance between. 4D, you'll realize, is the bridge between 3D and 5D, where 4D ebbs and flows between its seams, between 3D and 5D. But 5D, I mean the human. The human is a free spirit. The ego has absolutely no control. But you know, you are human, so the ego does still exist, so instead it takes a backseat. That's why before every podcast, I simply just ask my ego to take a backseat, tell her, you know, it's all good. You can come forward later, but right now, let's bring the soul forward. Let's allow the angels to download through me and share whatever divine wisdom, the galactic family to come through if they'd like, which basically angels aliens same thing I'm realizing I've realized but okay so you're human so you have an ego that's part of this experience now the challenge is how are you going to work with this ego so it doesn't fully take over so you're not fully programmed from the ego centric matrix and reprogram to deeper, divine, universal truths. 
5D do not believe what the Matrix shares, but they also do not judge what the Matrix shares because they have deep compassion for all perspectives. As they know, it's happening for a universal reason and people are where they're at. So I, there are completely different worlds in the state of Utah where I'm from. Summit County, I would say, is a more evolved, conscious county compared to other counties here in Utah. But I'm also right next to this other county, which indeed sees the world as black and white. And before, those people would really trigger me. And now that I'm shifting my perspective, I'm like, okay, yes, perhaps they believe in a certain way and... For me, it doesn't feel right because it doesn't feel fair for others, but at the same time, why would I be triggered by this and why do I judge them for this? Because to be honest, this has been their only reality and this is all they see. And how can you see beyond something that you really don't even know and you don't even know of to know, if that makes sense? And so therefore, it allows me more compassion for them. Because, I mean, I've been there. When I was young, I didn't know any better than what I was told. So how could I know that there's more to know, you know? (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay, so 5D, they understand, fully understand that this human timeline is an illusion as they've uncovered so many layers of deception from the matrix and their knowledge comes from being tapped into the knowledge from the galactic families, the Palladians, the Arcturians, Syrians, Orions, Lemurians, and perhaps I'm assuming they know, but you know what? There are some very enlightened beings that might not know the exact names of these galactic families, but they are indeed downloading the wisdom because they're tapped in. I don't think, you know, the galactic families, they don't care if you know exactly who they are. That's what I assume at least, but as they're way more involved than we are, it's the ego that's like, know my name, know where I come from, (laughs) you know? So anyway, uh, people in 4D may contact the galactic family but still can sometimes be controlled by the ego versus knowing how to let go and just let the ego take a back seat, which does take time and patience and, you know, you're at and having this experience for whatever reason and it's beautiful. And there is a bridge between 4D and 5D that you are crossing and you're getting there. Don't worry, but 5D, they do not really care about the grind for material outcome. What excites them more is just to explore the depths of this universe, beauty, and abundance, and perhaps they want to share it with the world, but they're not on this grind for possessions. They don't care to have a Lamborghini. But you know what? I think a lot of 4D people probably don't either. Not all. Maybe low 4D might. I don't know. So I've tapped into 5D in pockets of my life, like I said, on this podcast sometimes, and you may have felt me when I'm in 5D, or sometimes when I'm in 4D with a little bit of ego, which, you know, it's a possible shift, but not an easy one for a double Leo. (laughs) But there is indeed a difference between an unevolved Leo and an evolved Leo. Like, hi, I'm Raquel, 
I would consider myself an evolved Leo. Now think of another Leo in your life who's not so evolved. How do they show up? Now, I'm saying this because I want you to know whatever your sign is too, you likely represent a more evolved version of your sign. So horoscopes, I notice, often point out the version. It depends on the horoscope. Like if you go to people I've had on this podcast, they definitely are very elaborate and more detailed and honestly actually share more for the evolved zodiac sign than the unevolved. Like if you were to go on to Cosmo and read your horoscope there, they often might point out the version of the person when their ego is at the forefront and you know it often doesn't relate it often doesn't resonate so you've likely colored it in a way that version because of course that's part of this truth you've likely colored it in a way but in a different way for you for where your consciousness is today if that makes sense so like Brie. Brie is Scorpio, believe it or not. But I'll tell you one thing. She's a very evolved Scorpio. In fact, it was at our retreat this year when we were joking at or joking over the fact that she was a Scorpio. I don't remember why, but she was like, you know what? I am an evolved Scorpio. And I'm like, that is the only thing that makes sense to me. And I was like, wait, I'm an evolved Leo. (laughs) Oh man, the mind. Anyway, so some beings who, you know, are 5D, maybe even 6D, but are incarnated into a 5D vessel because 6D, they have a vessel vibrating at a frequency that that absolutely could not exist as a human. So 5D, you've got your Jesus, your Buddha, I believe Ramdas, Eckhart Tolle, Byron Katie, Teal Swan, which if you haven't listened to the Byron Katie or Teal Swan episode, please do. And also feel good, I would say, the one person on YouTube. But I mean, there are several that are walking this earth. And there are many that are indeed evolving to 5D more rapidly. But yeah, most of the guests that have come on the show, I believe, are honestly high 4D. There is still some sway into the 3D matrix in some way, shape, or form. There's still a connection, but it's not bad. And honestly, every person on this podcast is very evolved and very compassionate and loving and truthful. I get a sense from people, and if they they don't have that, I'm not on. Well, I would say about everybody, almost everybody, maybe like 1% might not be. Who knows? But so... We've also channeled, by the way, some six-dimensional beings for galactic knowledge and truth. And what I love about listening to channeled beings, and you can feel it nearly every single time you hear someone channel these this galactic wisdom, you can feel your frequency rise and your consciousness shift, and you just feel connected to God, source, universal wisdom, and that those are moments that just feel so you feel so at ease and bliss because you know it's all well it's all love and so if you haven't listened to any of the channeled episodes on here i highly recommend looking them up we have paul selig we have brie melanson they've channeled 
and Heather Hoffman as well of Activation Vibration. She channeled many beautiful channelings that I highly recommend you listen to <laughs> and you'll feel a shift. You'll feel a shift and you'll feel your heart and you'll still be like, yay, you listen to this and we love you. <laughs> so there again is a wide spectrum with each dimensional state of consciousness. So there's no need for you to judge where you fit. Your only job honestly is to continue to listen to your soul. And whenever shadow thoughts or negative stories rise, you have the tools to work through them. For as long as it takes, there's no rush. It might not happen overnight, but there's no need to suppress them, no need to bypass them, just honor them. Because if you spiritually bypass all that pain that your soul, well, your human self and your ego has carried, you're only prolonging the ascension to less suffering, to nearly no suffering and being in that 5D magical mind state where actually you can share and spread the love and the magic with other people. 5D people, we often know who they are. We don't know who everybody is, obviously, but we often know who they are because they do innately just want to guide and help people from suffering, overcome suffering, to feel free and playful and excited about life. <laughs> so trust where you're at. The thing is, our mind wants to achieve the higher. The mind is very competitive. But really, wherever you're at is absolutely amazing for you. And there's no need to ever compare. You may be dancing in 4D or 5D or any end of the spectrum. Who absolutely knows? But trust me, the higher your consciousness is, the less and less and less you're judging yourself and others for where you're at or where they're at. Or comparing as well. There's a less comparison to no comparison. So one reason I know that I'm not 5D, fully 5D as well, is because, like I talked about earlier, is that the heaviness of the world, especially as an empath, has been weighing on me, tugging at my heartstrings. I seriously will cry in my bed for what's going on for others. I mean, some stuff with my shadows, and I'm like, oh, yes, like the full moon, Aquarius full moon, I was like crying away and I was like I'm here for this I love this and I woke up feeling so refreshed and released and free but then I also cry in my bed for everything that's going on as well for others and praying for others and so I don't know how 5d handles this heaviness but personally it makes me want to do whatever I can to shift this on mama earth and save her and save the animals and save us so we'll see where I'll be guided to as I enter my 30s because I feel this pull this need to actually do something for all this something more a little nervous because I always get butterflies stepping into the unknown but I'm here for it <laughs> and when I'm ready to talk about it could be a month from now could be a year from now could be a few years from now who knows but I'll likely come forward and I encourage you to do the same if you feel like crying if you feel like there is a lot of heaviness that is just weighing on you with your own world and also with the world whatever's going on 
please cry. Crying actually really does help expand us in so many ways because we are releasing these energies that honestly hold us back from the expansion. So crying is one of the most beautiful ways to release it. Of course, really tapping in and just feeling it. So it's okay. Be excited when you want to. Yes, there might be negative, sad thoughts that come to mind and you might be like, uh, why blah, 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 blah. But guess what? Then later when you finally wake up from that, you're like, oh, I'm actually fine. And I just needed to release that for whatever reason. It's so beautiful. I have a shadow playlist on my Spotify if you want a good cry. (laughs) Also, I recommend doing breath work, past life regressions, meditation, just a long, deep, nice, delicious, yummy meditation. The ego, the ego, because it wants to keep you in 3D, is like, I don't need to meditate. You don't need to meditate today. You're doing just fine. And guess what? It's only resisting that because it knows when you expand, it's going to simmer down and die. So, you know, tell it ego, it's okay, but you're going to do this anyway. Just do it. Nike Nike slogan, just do it. When I don't feel like meditating or working out, that is truly one of the slogans I go to. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it, Raquel. You know, get over yourself. Just meditate, please. So, yeah, with all that being said... I hope that this helped you in some way on Wednesday because I want to give this episode a breather. Actually, I'm going to do Thursday. So Thursday, I will re-release the Law of One episode for you just so you can listen for a refresher. It's not going to even be a magic mini. It'll be the full episode so you can connect the dots with densities and these dimensional states of consciousness and expand your awareness more and yeah i hope you are enjoying your spiritual journey enjoy this beautiful magical day whatever day it is for you and i'm sending so much love your way now time for the outro yomis that is a wrap that is a wrap for this episode i hope that something spoke deeply to you expanded you in some way please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group, especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. The Pyrite is monthly and the gold membership is just a one-time payment. But don't forget that experience called home. You can visit that at yourownmagic.life forward slash home. And that will be with Brie Nellinson and I, my fellow alien channeling Palladian boss babe. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.